We will step into the light so you can stand in the darkness. We are Awesome. And this is Bay Watched, an homage to Buns, Babes, Hunks, and the Hop. All right, welcome back to Baywatched, a Baywatch po- podcast. Uh, today with us we have Dave, as always, our incredible sound engineer, who's almost done with last week's episode. <laughs> so close, so close, just so close. He might have not been working on it, maybe at the beginning of this episode. <laughs> and then we have Slazus with us. Well, hello. Ooh. New season, new slazes, mm-hmm, and, and literally a new slazes. Literally, and we lost Donahue, but that's fine because we got the better Matt. That's true. I mean, Donahue's down in in the south now. You know, who knows how long he's going to even have his teeth? <laughs> well, he might be dealing with uh, he's he's uh, overheating at the moment, is my guess. Oh, probably. Yeah. All that all that moonshine in Georgia is just gonna. Oh man, you know how they are. A little front porch sitting, wife beater, moonshine, 100% humidity. <laughs> shooting gators off the lawn. <laughs> shooting some gators. I don't know. I don't know. Is that what they do? <laughs> no. Well, they, they shoot gators. You should probably shoot deer. And mm-hmm. we shoot coke. Because yes. uh, we're, we're in L.A. And Everybody <laughs> shoots something. <laughs> yeah. So right now, right now, it's 930 in Atlanta, and it's 70 yeah. degrees with 63% humidity. Oh, <laughs> that is painful. I learned that there's a – so as the temperature goes up, you sweat more, and your body oh. naturally cools you down. The reason I say that is because there's a certain temperature and humidity combo that if it gets too hot and you can no longer cool by sweating because there's too much moisture in the air and you don't get that cooling effect, you can literally die if you stay in that temperature humidity combo too long because your body will never be able to cool itself and you'll just keep heating and heating and heating until you die. So you're like a dog, so you need to start panting because your body's (laughs) not able to sweat and exchange heat that way. I'm I'm guessing you probably just keel over. <laughs> so here it is currently 79 and 19 percent humidity. Oh, what time is it there? It is 7:40. Okay, so we should mention to everyone that Slazos moved to um to to Trump's hometown. Yes, uh, Idaho. Trump's hometown. I remember going through a lot of those states and seeing a lot more support for Trump than I do see in California. Surprisingly, I know. Surprisingly, yeah. Like, there's a lot more American flags here and Trump flags and trucks. Yeah. There's a lot less, uh. More guns. More guns in the Walmart. A lot more guns. There are no guns in our Walmart. No, there's a lot of guns here. Yeah. As a guy who, who enjoys guns, I did enjoy walking to Walmart being like, this is cool. Uh-huh. I'm so. actually going to buy a muzzle loader. Oh, really? Uh-huh. That's exciting. To go hunting. My brother, well, I kind of was forced to because my brother got burned out of his, um, or almost burned out of his hunting area. There was concern, so he got had to leave. And so they let him trade his tag in, and he switched out to a muzzle loader. But my other brother just moved it to a different zone. So gotcha. he wants somebody to go with him, so I'm not going to go and just walk around, so... Now I gotta go get a muzzle loader. 
just so everyone knows, because this is kind of a, the de- kind of detail that only hunters would know, if you have a normal gun, a normal rifle, you hunt during deer season, of course. Mm-hmm. If you have a muzzle loader, it's kind of a more antiquated way of hunting, and you get to hunt earlier than the people with rifles. Right. And then if you have a bow, uh, you may even get to hunt before, before the muzzle loaders. And then if you take the deer with your teeth, mm-hmm. then you can take it any time of year. And if you do it with hypnosis... <laughs> I just hypnotized the BLM agent, and that's not Black Lives Matter, <laughs> that's the Bureau uh, Land Management agent, into giving me a deer tag that I can hunt anytime. That's what I go with. Yes. Mm. Yeah. So, so why do they get to go earlier? A muzzle loader gets one shot, and then they have to reload, right? right? It, yeah, it's about a one minute reload after that. So, it's, so, so a, you and you don't get to use a scope. You can only use your iron sights. It's a much. It's a a bow and arrow is the hardest way because you have to be so much closer. It's more physical, harder to aim. Um, and it's got to be closer to the animal. So they want you to have the best odds in a way because animals are less agitated at that point. They're less skeptical. A bow and arrow to shoot a deer, you have to be like, I mean, if you're lucky, if you're lucky, like 150 feet with a any type of gun, even a muzzle loader, it's like, thousands of feet away but with the muzzle loader you get one shot and then the deer if you didn't hit it the deer's gone of yeah. course the muzzle loader 100 150 maybe 200 yards yeah but 200 yards is 600 feet right i'm accurate with my bow at 50 yards 40 yards yeah they, with most of like people here <laughs> they'll hunt 50 maybe 100 yards with their bow at the most yeah um but then muzzleloader's a little farther, but then a, a rifle, you've got a scope on it, and you've got a lot more range, you've got a lot more... Quarter mile! You've got a lot, <laughs> you have a lot more advantage over the animal. Yeah. So. Now do the deer... I just use my teeth. Do the, teeth. Do the deers um, get in arguments with the other animals, and like Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck do, about what season it is? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. LJ, I respect you as a teacher, but if you say deers again as the plural of deer, <laughs> I might have to question where you got your credential. <laughs> like and actually, it. it's like elk it. season. We're actually going for elk. Oh, hell yeah. That's awesome. And the, the muzzle loader shoots a 50 caliber bullet. Is it a ball? No, that was my mistake also, because my dad okay. showed me his, and I said, how in the world are you hitting something at 100 yards? Because a traditional muzzle loader is a smooth bore barrel with a ball, which... Oh, I thought it was a rifled barrel, if but the ball, ball... Traditional, though, muzzle oh, loader, okay. the ball would not have any spin, and so when you shoot them, they're just kind of all over like a corkscrew. It's like, yeah. a, it's like a knuckleball. But a modern muzzle loader uses a conical projectile... And a rifled barrel, so it's spinning like a normal bullet would, which stabilizes mm. its trajectory, and it's not a ball. It's a conical shape, so it flies much straighter and can be very accurate, but you're not allowed to use a scope. And that concludes our NRA section of this week's podcast. <laughs> Big shout out to our sponsor. <laughs> Smith & Wesson and Remington. <laughs> the best guns in the business. <laughs> But if you're a lifeguard, do you think you even need guns? 
I don't think you even need a gun if you're a lifeguard. But you, you wouldn't might. think that. You wouldn't think that. I don't think unless, you need one. Like unless if you were there's going a monster down on a, the loose. Yeah, but even then, I think if you had the opportunity to take a gun with you, you'd probably shove it away and head into the cave barehanded with a flashlight because you're now, a lifeguard. Is a flare gun a gun? Because lifeguards might need a flare gun. You know, I don't think they would need it. <laughs> At least not if you're a Baywatch lifeguard. Let's put it that way. Well, as we know, Baywatch lifeguards hold many titles. So I'm sure Crack Marksman is one of those. <laughs> yeah. Um, since, our- I, since I wasn't here last week, can I first just start off by saying I don't like Kobe? Ah, yes! Yes! Thank you, Slazen. The, the new Hobie is terrible. Okay, He's, and I, I, I know one. I don't like his acting ability, and two, terrible job casting. He's not even close to the old Hobie. No, nope. yes. you have to have it, been able to find a better match. He has a higher pitched voice too. Yeah, and he's like ten years younger. It looks like we he looks talked way about younger. this. We talked about this last week. I, I said it takes you out of the episode, and it still did. I'm like, oh look, there's a picture of not Hobie on the on the on the freaking um, mantle. Yeah, it, I mean, it, oh, it, it drove me nuts. He doesn't even look gonna the same bug age. Me. It's gonna bug me every time for forever. They're gonna call the wrong guy Hobie, and I'm it's I'm I'm always gonna be distracted. Okay, by it, and it's frustrating. Dave is saying this now. In a year from, in two years from now, he'll forget there was a different Hobie. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Accurate. Accurate. Um, it's pissing me off now that I'll not even remember that this but happened. But I do, okay, I don't dislike, dislike him. I really, like, even the stuff he does feels like it's not something old Hobie would have done. Or at least the way he acted about it. Like, I, I don't dislike him as a person. Maybe he's fine in another role. I hate the, his casting. Right. Well, and I just don't like the, the, like, in this episode when, um, he, uh, you know, tricks Mitch into going down the tunnel to see mm-hmm. if there was really a monster there. And then he's like, ho, 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 dad. Oh, I got you. And I'm like, dude, seriously? And the fact that, like, he didn't even seem to care. He's like, what? What's the big deal, dad? Calm down. I'm like, oh, I do not like this kid. He, he seems like he's four years younger. Like, he just did... It's really disappointing. The the other kid was like kinda kinda cool. He was like yeah. I mean for, for his age he was a cool kid. This kid is kind of ratty. I like I told the guys, all you would have had to do, all you had to do is in first episode, someone comes up to Mitch during a moment, just a moment, and said, Hey Mitch, are you sad that Carol came back and took Hobie? You know, over the summer and, 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 you know, and then Mitch says, yeah, I'm trying to get through it, but you know, he'll be much happier in Wisconsin or wherever she moved to. You know, I'm hoping he'll be happier there. Boom. Hobie's now out of the show with two sentences. And then when you bring in new Hobie, you just wait one episode and then Mitch's you know, sister comes into town or aunt or, or even whatever and says, Hey, can you watch little Billy here during I go to an interview? And then she blows town. You can even make it an episode. It sounds like a Baywatch episode or his, I got, or his sister gets something and passes away and he's the caretaker of his nephew now. Yeah. It wouldn't bother me at all if there was a new character with a new name. But when you start taking this kid's picture and slapping him onto Hobie's mantle picture and calling it a Hobie, it's super distracting. And it's not even close. 
It didn't even find a close. If it was at least close, I'd say, okay, you know what, for the time, whatever, close enough. It's not even close. Well, yeah, black-haired, skinny kid versus um, auburn, blonde, brunette-haired, Not definitely old Hobie wasn't chunky, but he was husky, or, or at least, like, filled out, and this kid is like a rail. It's yeah. weird. It's just not close. Well, yeah. only, only like nine more seasons of this Hobie. Cause this, this well, Hobie, this Hobie is in permanent it. Hobie. Oh, he's Hobie who eventually turns 18 and becomes a lifeguard Hobie. Good. Okay. Well, that's fine. I just regret watching season one now even more. <laughs> like I didn't regret it before, <laughs> but now I regret it even more. Can I more. also jump ahead to something else that yeah. I'm hoping only I saw? Okay. And okay. That it was a glitch on my computer. When they got their new boat, and it turned into sort of like cartoon anime or <laughs> that, um, that was intentional Sonic that the Hedgehog type of yeah. No, I wrote I wrote new who, boat who was montage. The, what was that? Who the f picked this filter? <laughs> who who was the uh, what was that race car movie with the the animated race car movie and the race car driver that they made a movie out of? Yes, Speed Racer. Just, Speed Racer. Thank you. Didn't Speed Racer have that kind of look to it? It kind of felt like a Speed Racer sort of montage. Like kind of blurred and cartoony and It was water. a mess. It was so the montages, weird. The montages were a mess. Dude, did the first montage open in the middle of the sentence? Yeah, okay. And have... I wrote... My wrote that down. I said, we meet new mysterious Asian man, but gets interrupted yeah. immediately by toxic mutant montage. Yes. Like it had no relevance. I even backed up. I even backed up the show, which you couldn't do in the nineties. You probably would have just shook your head, like, "What just happened to the station? Have a glitch in the video?" But I am able to back up now and watch it as it's like, "I can catch that monster," and then all of a sudden, crazy montage about mutant aliens, unrelated, unrelated montage about mutants. The, the boat thing just drove drove me nuts. It's like, oh, we're gonna get a badass boat. This thing's gonna be chrome and muscular, and what do we get? Like a weird cartoon animation? Why can't yeah. we get some cool close-up video of the boat? Didn't they have a boat before? They but had a boat the- last season that was fast, that they would always race around in, but I guess starting okay. this season, it was really, really slow, and they needed ah. a newer one. Bigger, faster, ah. stronger. Yeah, yes. I remember last season's boat, but I guess, you know, now, am I going to have the same problem with Hobie as I do with the boat? This is a good question. No, I don't want to be like, stupid red boat. I remember white boat. But yeah. they did do the same thing they did last season where when they need to go rescue somebody with the boats and all of the boats are on their way, the blow-up boats and the big boat, uh-huh. when they get to the end, they all like cut back and forth in front of each other. I know! I was like... Ah, uh, when I saw when I first saw that boat cut off that giant boat, I'm like, "Who are these people?" And I'm like, "Wait, wait. those are also lifeguards." And then here comes another what? little boat cutting in front of you. Wait, what do you, what do you guys do? What? Oh. Boater safety, people. Boater safety. The reason I say that is because we're. I don't know if you've heard this new California thing where you have to get a boater's license yes. to drive a boat. You don't yet. I don't because I'm old. Correct. Um, but my son is reading through the book now, and my uh, father-in-law just got his license because he's just like, well, he, like that. he won't ever have to. That's right. But he just thought, I better get one. So, hmm. yeah. But, yeah, I'm reading Boater Safety, and it tells you how boats need to navigate, you know, under which, 
you know, if a smaller boat is overtaking a bigger boat or if a bigger boat is coming towards a smaller boat, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, these Baywatch people are not boaters. Yeah, how you shouldn't jump off of a moving boat. Especially, well, if, it's, especially if it's already about, about to stop. And you just, you're bailing. You can't wait a half second more till it stops. You you must bail now. Got to go, man. That, you gotta go that now. half second is somebody's life. Yes, that's right. That's Absolutely. Right. And it's also they are really, saving lives. They are saving lives. Why did you tell me you were saving lives? Ten thousand a year. Ten thousand a year. What do you think we do out here, Dad? <laughs> so, didn't I they say that Baywatch lifeguards save ten thousand something lives a year? And that just seems like difficult to to calculate. Well, I mean, it's only about thirty a day. Well, they must assume that every single person they pull from the water would have died without their assistance. Well, how long is the beach open a day? Maybe twelve hours. Uh, you mean for swimming, or you mean how how the beach is open twenty four hours a day? The water. Well, but I mean, like, how often like lifeguards are there for maybe twelve hours a day? How long is patrol? Maybe twelve hours a day. Maybe 12, yeah. At most? Yeah. So that means every 20 to 30 minutes, they're saving a life? They're busy. Uh, Every 20 to 30 minutes for the entire year? I'd say that's reasonable considering the length of California's coastline. No, no. They said Baywatch. Oh, did they say Baywatch lifeguards or our our lifeguards, meaning like California's lifeguards? I'm pretty sure they said Baywatch lifeguards. I could be wrong, though. I I thought I heard Baywatch lifeguards. That's pretty impressive. Sounds like one beach area. Well, and when you take in the fact that that realistically, not many people are going swimming in like January. That's true. Right. So, so if you if you cut the if you cut the year, let's say just a quarter of the year, they're really busy. Three months. That means they're pulling someone out four times as often. Yeah. So every five ten seven and a half minutes. Seven seven minutes, right? Yeah. That's reasonable. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're heroes. They're superheroes. So, <laughs> I mean, how many did they say? They pulled all those people from the boat. There were six people on that boat. Well, and if you really think about it, even when they just make eye contact with someone in a rip current or riptide, they've probably saved them in a way because they eyed them like, watch out. And <laughs> now I just saved your life. If I put out a, a, a black ball flag and it says that you cannot surf and I turn away 20 surfers, I just saved 20 lives. Probably. That's yeah, probably how they yeah. do their stats. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There was probably going to be like a hundred people coming, but we said no surfing, so we saved all their lives. Mm-hmm. At a hundred to our board. Our parking lot was full, and we turned a bunch of people away, saved their lives. But they probably would have died because it was over full. <laughs> yeah. Um, that one time that there was medical waste that was discharged from the Santa Monica, you know, uh, um, where the uh, sewer connects to the beach and it was too high on the medical waste and we uh, closed the beach for those six hours, uh, definitely saved all the people that would have attended the beach that day. They all would have died from the medical waste. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. See? Okay. I know we're going way out of order, but I was thinking. So Do you want to summarize the episode first? Uh, well, last week I just, you, I read the, uh, what Hulu said, which is offshore. Oil drilling and the rescue of fishermen who claim there is a dangerous creature in the bay occupy the lifeguards. Is that the same for this week's episode? Yeah, because it's a two-parter. They didn't change it. Ah, 
Okay. Um, no offshore oil drilling in this episode. Oh yeah. Well, we'll get. They talk about it. Yeah, they have. We oh, well, we have our uh, our. We find out what's causing all the problems, and they talk about it. But I still don't really understand what. I mean, I know what is causing all the problems. Still don't really get why. Um. Okay, so that girl that Mitch rescued in the first in part one. With the, mm-hmm. with the burnt, with the, who is scuba diving and has her hands hurt and everything. Yeah. And then she starts, you know, coming on to the Hoff a ton. Mm hmm. And then in her note, that he, when she leaves. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't say it, LJ. That was disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> the note says. How to groom someone into being a pedophile. That was really weird. That note. Okay, it says, think of me next time you rub Hobie's back. (laughs) You had to do it. You had to do it. I didn't quite understand that. (laughs) Why? (laughs) Dude, don't you want to get turned on every time you rub your son's back? Hmm. (laughs) What is this, Pornhub? (laughs) <laughs> so weird. Like I, like I heard that and I was like, "Huh?" Like, like, hang on, you were like coming onto him pretty strong, and now you're right. rel- you want him to connect you with his son? Like I'm, I so I, bad writing. I, I don't. I mean, we've talked about the writers' room just being a dartboard, but this just seems like like. They just had a jumble of words in a bucket and just go like, you, me, think, son, massage. And like, okay, let's turn that into a sentence. Like, couldn't you have just said every time you, every time you go in the ocean and save someone, just from, you know, you have, you, you save someone in there in your arms, know that I wish I was in your arms or I don't know, something that wasn't every time you rub your son's back, just think of a beautiful woman that you were rubbing, like, no, 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 I will be. <laughs> that sounds that sounds like a great way to get someone to like, like desexualize things in general. Like, so next time you think of a hot chick, just actually think of your kid. Oh man, now <laughs> I never get boners anymore. I don't know what happened. <laughs> yeah, disturbing. Or or the or the writer is one of those guys who now we would have found out when it would go like, oh, the writer of Baywatch got arrested when they found. 10 gigs of child pornography on their computer. <laughs> Did you just read that story about that guy with the YouTube videos, Mr. Science or whatever? Had like a YouTube channel. There was a guy and he just got arrested and they found like 10 gigs of porn. Bill, child Bill, porn. Bill, Bill. No, it wasn't Bill Nye. Oh. So, uh, yeah. I, I don't, I, I, that, that, that got me. You know what, what was funny though? It reminded me of something else in the episode. Let's change the topic to something more funny. And Slazos will remember this. Slazos, you remember that old lady who was, uh, picked up by the helicopter? <laughs> the, in real life. The lady who got picked oh. up recently, recently in the helicopter basket. Oh, what, she spun around over and, over and they couldn't control her? Oh, oh yes. 
And she was moving very fast. <laughs> For our listeners, if you listen, this is a deep cut from we talked about this uh, years ago. But there was an old lady who gets, you know, she's rescued by a helicopter. Right. By a helicopter. I don't know she was hiking in Arizona, I think. Yeah. Overheated, as the, rescue, fell. as the rescue helicopter lifts her up, they've got her strapped down to the basket. <laughs> But once in a great while, the basket starts spinning at an uncontrollable rate so, in, in 360. So the lady is doing <laughs> massive rotations as she's pulled up. And I saw the Baywatch rescue helicopter start to drop the rescue basket, and it started spinning. And I'm like, oh, no, don't put him in the rescue basket. It's a vomit comet. It's just <laughs> it's And the, what was the rescue basket for? It was when they were, they said, they, dude, they were sending in like boats, they were sending in planes. I think I saw the space shuttle come in to save those six people. Six people in a boat that fell into the water, and they sent at least 12 vehicles for them. Or they expected to pick up pieces? I don't know. And the one guy was just starting to <laughs> drive away. And the one guy was starting to swim away, and they're like, oh, well, we got to take a helicopter to get him then. When they have all kinds of boats right there. Oh, awesome. LJ is, LJ is showing us the video of the lady spinning, and the revolutions of her feet are something like 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, I don't know how she didn't, I don't know how she didn't pass out. Or maybe she okay. did, because she's... Okay. Cool. And now they're trying to just fly away really fast <laughs> to see if it slows it down. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's pretty bad. All right. I need to stop. Sorry. Sorry for everyone else who but, didn't get to actually witness that video, but pretty much all you have to do is type in, like, old lady rescued by helicopter, or t- old lady rescued by helicopter spinning, and it's going to come up, and it's fantastic. <laughs> If you don't laugh at that, if you don't laugh at that lady's misfortune, you're dead inside. You can laugh at it. She lived, so. Yeah. I think they said she was fine, if I remember. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Somehow didn't defect her. I don't know. <sighs> so fast. <laughs> they should, they should, they should put that as a carnival ride. They could charge people money. Okay. I want to talk a little bit about the, um, see, everyone acts like fake news is something new. But we see all of Baywatch land. Where's Baywatch at? Santa Monica? Yeah, sure. Uh, we see them all go crazy over the freaking Toxic Avenger mutant stuff where they all have their yeah. guns out ready to go down tunnels and like, I don't know. And all the, all the press is going insane just trying to get, you know, clickbait articles before clickbait exists. I have never seen, uh, you know, there was like 10 or 12 different news agencies down, and I was like, who is, who is Baywatch attracting this many? I mean, you, sure, you got CBS, ABC, NBC, what do they got? Telemundo, (laughs) they got, they got, you know, they got CNN, they got freaking ESPN, like, I don't know who they're getting. Dave, if the president sneezes, how many people see it? Well, not. nowadays all of them. It's it's all everybody. Twitter. So why would Baywatch not be treated the same? That's true. That's true. I, I can't wait until the Baywatch episode where they save the president. <laughs> I can't wait till they'll till they are uh, honored higher than the president because of what they did. That they take control of the country. <laughs> the the Baywatch uh, the Baywatch Nobel Prize. Ooh. 
Honestly, let's see, what was happening in the 90s? Did they, like, solve, like, the uh, Iran-Contra affair? No, that's a little too early. Maybe, like, the Baywatch Desert Storm episode? <laughs> Bay- Baywatch are the people who, who actually got OJ to stop got stop the OJ chase. Baywatch yeah. did it. They might 9-11 have. was a little too recent. Baywatch still wasn't live in 9-11 days, so they couldn't have, you know... Salt, uh, rescued people no. from the Twin Towers. Which is too bad because they probably could have prevented it. Because I'm pretty sure yeah. Baywatch is all like 89 all the way through like the whole 90s in a sense. I think it ends in 98 or 99. Yeah. Donahue, look that up. Oh, wait. We don't have Donahue. This oh, oh, yeah. Donahue's our lookup guy. Slazis, take over. Mm. All right. Mm. <laughs> So enthusiastic. Um, uh, gosh. Uh, but yeah, I just thought it was, cause I mean, that scene I was talking about earlier with Hobie, where you have, the press is all there, cause there's, cause Mitch has to stop a guy with a gun who's about to go down the tunnel to kill the monster due to the most obvious fake monster tracks there are. <laughs> Perfectly smooth, like obviously made by like a piece of wood. Yeah. And like, yeah, and yeah, the amount of news press, and then I liked how quickly our main reporter all of a sudden's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, she's on our side again." I know she's the one who actually started all of this chaos by re- making her original report, but she, it's okay now. I, I'm guessing pretty soon she and Mitch will be, you know, getting down to business, and she'll be thinking about Hobie. He'll be thinking about Hobie every time. <laughs> oh, disturbing. Um, is, did, remind me, I thought we talked about this. It, does, um, does, uh, Mitch's real life wife or, uh, David Hasselhoff's real life wife at some point show up in the show? She did. I'm confused. Oh, okay. She, which one, which actor was she? The reporter. Oh, okay, okay, good. That's what I thought then. Okay. Okay, so the bl- okay, so, so his wife has to watch him act where he's making out with another chick. And she's literally on the set. This isn't just something like, oh, you're on TV, like, okay, I'm on this episode, and in this episode, you're gonna mac out on another girl. I like this. Well, she probably likes it. <laughs> hey, well, different strokes for, yeah. Um, Okay, so the reporter is his wife. Is she in more of this season? Uh, I think Donahue did the research, and she's in a, like like a handful of episodes, but then is a more reoccurring type of character in Baywatch Nights. Lovely. Okay. All right. But, I mean, I don't know how many wives David Hasselhoff has had. My guess is four. Four? Yeah, let's try to do a bet. How many wives? What's the what's the over under? What's the over under on Hasselhoff? I think he's wives? only had three. Three? I would ask. I would ask uh, Alexa this week. Brought to you by uh, Amazon Alexa, our sponsor. But I unplug my Alexa because I don't want her going off randomly. While you're googling it, he's. Yeah. I he, want to get back he's to had our monster. Three, three, three wives. One pre Baywatch. Then this one, who pretty much lasts almost the whole of Baywatch, because they, oh yeah, all uh-huh. of it, they get divorced in 2006. 
And then he has a new one that he married just two years ago. Okay. Hmm. Do you guys remember the cheeseburger incident with uh, David Hasselhoff? No. Yes. Your stunned silence sounds like <laughs> nothing. Um, no, a couple years ago, not a couple. Wow. Uh, this COVID thing is in the before times. Um, David Hasselhoff was there. One of his kids was trying to reveal, uh, how much of a, of a problem he had with substance abuse, how it was alcohol, drugs, whatever. And he's on the floor on his side, like, like stupor, drunken stupor, you know, coke, marijuana, heroin, I don't know. And they're like, you want a cheeseburger? And he's like, oh, it's a cheeseburger. And they're like, look at you. This is who you want to be? And he's like, leave me alone, cheeseburger. Anyway, uh, it was a, it was a thing. It was a, it was a, it was a meme, from, but it was before the, from like four years ago. Oh no, I think it was, I feel like it was a lot more than four. I feel like it was, I wanted to say recently. And now in my mind, I think it was like 10 years ago, okay. 15 years ago. Yeah, uh, it was on YouTube though, so it was. So it wasn't. Post- so it wasn't like Ebombs World type of era. Mm, yeah, no, it wasn't like. A, Did yeah, you see it, it on? Uh, it's not all, Messenger. It's not all and- your base are belong to us times. I, I I brought it up on a, a bulletin board, a BBS, if you will, on my ninety six hundred baud modem. No, oh, I don't. Uh, I don't have BBS anymore. I just have BB eights. <laughs> Are you sure this wasn't one of those felt board things that your <laughs> your school teacher did? And here is Mr. Hasselhoff. <laughs> Kate, you, oh. I know this is like you're joking, but like when I got to my current school only five years ago, I had to tell my aide that we don't use overhead projectors anymore. Because she still was like, Oh, what about the overhead projector? Don't you want that? And I'm like, but everything connects to the computer. I could just project my computer screen. An overhead projector like the old style with the light where you yes, use a yes. clear plastic? No, no. In my, in my head, I was like, hang on. I have my computer and I have a document camera right next to my computer where I can actually just write on a piece of paper and it shows it up on the screen. Oh, Okay. Why, I wasn't why, aware that that existed, but I wouldn't be surprised. Oh yeah, I think I had, I think they had that in my college. Is they, or at least in graduate school, cause college was a long time ago. But in graduate school, I think they had like a little webcam that they would point yeah, down. Yeah, and, that, and that's all it is. It's just a fan, but like, um, she still used the old school with the like, the light underneath and the, you had to use the erasable markers and everything. How old was your aide? My aide is, um. 13. Well, let's put it this way. My age youngest daughter mm-hmm. is the same age as me. Oh, okay. Gotcha. She, she's been at this, she is now, I think there's, the people that she first started teaching when she got there are now in their thirties. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Wow. Well, I mean, the sad thing is with today's technology, you can't, like, punish the kids by, okay, after class, you have to, like, clean the chalkboard. There's no there's no chalk. After this, because your punishment, you have to defrag my hard drive <laughs> by hand, bit by bit. You know what our listeners don't care about? What? 
any of this. <laughs> or all of it. Fine. Fine. I like how you use listeners plural. <laughs> if you use the word listeners again, <laughs> I'm going to chalk you up there with LJ using deers because we have listener. Well, we won. We would have more, but I, I don't have last week's episode. I'm we have sure. listeners all across the country. Are you kidding? Chomping California, Idaho, Georgia, and more, I'm sure. <laughs> Did you already mention California? California. <laughs> Just making sure. Um, that's, that's true. I, I, I will, I'm very close with it. I, I actually thought I had lost the uh, intro to our episode. And uh, I had to go searching for it, but thankfully I had downloaded So let's get back to this enormous sea monster that's sinking ships. <laughs> All right, yes, Fine. let's go for it. So they get, well, fast forward, they get their new fancy boat. Yeah. And they're hunting the sea monster. Which is think... important for an underwater sea monster to have a fancy boat. I, also, can we, I do like that we meet this mysterious Asian man, because I, I feel like it has to be some, mysterious. like, it reminds me of, like, gremlins or something. This is like... Asian man who just knows all about these, oh, I know what's causing this. Listen to me. I know how to get this monster. Just because he ends up being a bad guy soon. Yeah. There's also a whole side plot of uh, Shawnee saving the child and the gang. Yeah, that's boring. Who cares? This isn't it was... Boys in the Hood or something. In the... But that, that was barely brought up this episode. I mean, it was just her dad... That's true. Visits and says, um, uh, why are you doing this? You don't need the money. And then uh, at the end, she gets the award. The the whole gang thing is like, that's all left. I honestly that's thought true. he was still in a gang because at the award ceremony, the little girl runs up and is like, I love you and gives Shawnee a hug. And then at pan- you see the mom in the, in the, uh, the little girl's mom clapping in, in the audience. And I was like, Oh my gosh, is the boy back in the gang? <laughs> but eventually so, they pan over to him. So yep. they're out speed racing their boat. Yes. Mm-hmm. To have fun. And evidently it's got sonar that goes back to headquarters. And they get a call from headquarters that there is a large object moving in the water. So they go over and chase it. And they, <laughs> they drive straight to it. And it's right under them. And it's moving so fast that it cannot be a ship or a, sorry a shark or a whale it must be some kind of man-made object how how fast do sharks swim so that's what faster i was faster than about. any man-made object yes so sharks can swim about 25 miles an hour and certain types of whales swim over 30 miles an hour submarines is classified how fast they go <laughs> yes. but they say it's somewhere over 23 so presumably the shark and the whale are at least as fast or faster than the submarine. Yet not according to Baywatch. Yeah, and it would have to be if if a US or a Russian or whoever submarine goes over 23, first of all, they wouldn't be at speed in the shallow beach area. I mean, if they're they were rushed, if they were rushing to down. a war zone, they would probably be at top speed. Otherwise, they probably just operate at normal kind of cruising speed. I don't know, 10, 15 miles an hour. They're in no more than 50 feet of water. Yeah. 
I mean, the the seaweed almost reaches the surface when they go in. That tells you yeah. how deep it is. They're not out at 500 feet. Yeah, though def- definitely couldn't be definitely couldn't be a whale, a beached whale. They never come up that close, except mm. when they're beaching, of course. Yeah, so they automatically rule that out. It must be man-made. Yeah. And destructive. And it's going so fast that it can't be an animal, but then it just stops. Boop. Stopped. Like it didn't slow yep. down. They just it just stopped. Disappeared well, that, off the That's how it works. Yeah, just dead stopped. Disappeared. So what should we do? Let's dive in after it. <laughs> <laughs> I never understand their logic. Hey, they've got a knife, okay? And Captain I mean, and Captain just gets like a smirk on his face, like, "Yeah, good idea. Let yeah, go ahead, dive in." <laughs> so they dive, they dive in, and almost immediately they find a submarine. Yeah, submersible, really, really a submersible. Sub- yeah, and I didn't see the part. I don't know if I looked away, but somehow it got what's her face in its claws. Yes, because nearly it was, in- what. Nearly instantly. It just, Nearly it, like, instantly. Did they show yeah. it, or she just ended up in the claws? I wasn't staring at the screen. I just know that uh, it, it wasn't. It, it was very quickly. It snuck right. up on them. They didn't. They they were told it was coming, and they couldn't tell where. It was yeah. so shallow that they got down there in thirty seconds. Yep. I don't know how they couldn't see the submersible from the surface, and then it grabbed her with these huge claws on it. Yet didn't hurt her. Very rapidly activated hydraulic claws. You know how hydraulics right that got her just enough that it wouldn't hurt her, but it would hold her. Right. Yes. You know those gentle, gentle, multi-thousand pound pressure hydraulic systems that snap on a dime, but stop the second they touch skin. The softest caress of a steel claw, hydraulic steel claw, just caressing your rib cage. Yep. And yeah. So, so it grabs her, and a fight sort of ensues, a struggle, <laughs> and magically, again, this is all done out in the open ocean where this thing's been speeding, and it's now no longer speeding because mm-hmm. they shot an arrow into its propeller while it was sitting still. <laughs> which is which, which goes, which is yeah. I mean, good accuracy with that too. But yep, and that stopped it. I mean, it seems realistic that a stick right. would stop that propeller. Absolutely. Which is why it's so great, then. Which is why it's great accuracy that they got it right where it had to be, apparently, to stop the whole mm-hmm. the whole thing. I mean, I would have rather had them shoot the arrow and somehow hit the gas tank at that point <laughs> and blow up. <laughs> right. So the Hoff. So the Hoff continues to swim around. Radios up to lower the anchor because the boat and the submarine are perfectly aligned at this point. Yep. They haven't drifted around anywhere. And yep. the anchor comes down and you see a big anchor and then Hoff swims over to it and the anchor transforms into a carabiner. And he <laughs> hooks the carabiner on the hook right on top of the submarine. Yep. Not sure what he does with it. He says to winch it up rapidly, but that never happens. Yeah. And then... I guess the Hoff realizes that maybe those claws could pinch down more. And so he <laughs> swims under and he finds the refrigerator water line that is evidently <laughs> providing the hydraulic fluid to the big claws. <laughs> yes. The and, nice hi- yeah, no one's it. ever seen Obviously, no one has ever seen hydraulic lines because they are aluminum. 
This is like medical tubing. Like, like, <laughs> like, it was so easy for him to cut through it. It was like, like, just like he just got his knife out and was just like, flip. Oh, all right, it we're good. It was like clear plastic medical tubing. Yeah, hydraulic like, fluid is under enormous pressure to enormous. hold hydraulics closed, and it's in steel case tubes. Yep. I mean, I have a freaking or, or at a flexible joint, it's a really heavy duty, like woven with reinforcing thread and wire in it type of no. pipe. No, maybe an inch diameter. These were little, like eighth inch. They looked like the line on your refrigerator. See, yeah. I thought he was originally cutting the electrical cables that are somehow exposed outside the boat or no, outside that, the No, of course not. And I thought, okay, he's going to disable the electronics and then somehow the claw will open. That made sense to me at least. I was like, no, I think he should cut the hydraulic lines to release the pressure, but this is probably just electronics because, you yeah. know, people are stupid. And then when hydraulic fluid started entering the ocean, I'm like, no, he didn't just cut a tube and the hydraulics. But it didn't really enter the ocean. It was literally like a couple of drops. Yeah, it was just like, bloosh. Yeah. <laughs> I've disabled the hydraulics. All while the guy is sitting in the submarine doing nothing. Like, nothing. His, his face, <laughs> he just, the most intense, like, like, it looked like he, like, it looked like he was about to, like, just to shit. Like, he was just like, like, like he, he was so intense, but doing nothing. Just sweating constantly, and just, like, he wasn't trying to, like, they didn't even show him trying to, like, mess with the controls to try to figure a way out. Nope, just yeah. sitting there, like, ah, oh, F. Like, ever since the arrow turned off his engine, he just gave up. Like, uh, He magically, yeah. <laughs> really rapidly navigated this submarine and claw and grabbed a scuba diver who could have easily just swam away. Right. But he navigated the submarine over, grabbed her, and then just stopped. Okay. Yep. My work then, is done here. My work is done. Oh, no. He shot an arrow and stopped me from moving. There's nothing else I can do. I can't I can't descend or descend. I'm just going to sit here and sweat. Well, and, I mean, you have to think. This guy has already killed the other scuba diver from the first episode. Mm-hmm. And... Brought down that whole ship of fishermen. But he just sat but there here, while here, while All it takes around. is a little arrow, and it's like, I give up. This probably can't do anything uh, now. It's worthless. I mean, he literally could have either, I don't, I don't submersibles, uh, rise and descend by like ballast, like moving, compressing yeah. and decompressing. He could have done air. a ton of stuff. He could have let her go so that the Hoff would swim over there to try and help, and then he goes up or down. Right. He, he could have opened he could have opened the entryway into the thing, pouring water in on himself, and then once it fills, swam to the surface by himself. Right. I mean yeah. Nope. He, he just, did nothing. Just he just sat staring. There. I love yes. it. All while it was hooked up to the boat, Hoff yelled, bring her up rapidly and nothing. <laughs> but then later there was in tow. Not to mention, submersibles are usually released by very large ships, and they're towing it with basically a speedboat. Right. And also, yeah. he must have agreed to be towed back in because it was submerged, so its ballasts were full. Winching it up, it's still going to be a lead weight and want to go back down. Right. No, so somehow, he brought it to the surface so that they could tow him in. <laughs> right. I was so surprised when that's – because at first, I was like, oh, okay. Maybe I'm just too logical. They caught him. They stopped him. 
they had Thorpe lower the anchor so that way they could hook it on. And then I thought they were just, their goal was just to keep him there until more people got there to actually do something. Nope. Like the police? Nope. They they just pull him in like he's on a freaking inner tube, like tubing on the back of a speedboat. Like, no big deal. But how did he <laughs> yeah. get to the surface? Because they they winched him up with the boat. Yeah, but with that it. much rope behind, he would just sink back no, down. No, that's why Selfish that's why dog. they got the new boat, Slaz, because it does everything. It is Baywatch. It can do whatever the hell it wants. <laughs> yeah, it can raise it, their new boat can easily raise a submarine by itself. No problem. That's true. In season that's three, true. it's gonna fly. It's okay. <laughs> Wait until it turns the headlights on and can trans and can drive to solid brick. I mean, that montage of the boat was... <laughs> Weird? Weird, but also it might be a Transformer. <laughs> I was relating to a, a older uh, vehicle show called Mask, where there were, there were vehicles that had, like, magic powers, and there was a car that could fly by opening its doors, and there was a truck, that a, a diesel semi, when it turned on its, like ultra beams or something it could drive through solid mountain it, it could yeah the the truck would somehow turn on its lights and then create this it would like make all material so it could drive through so wow for, for all of you mask fans that sounds, really that sounds, that cool sounds like a really popular show i can't believe i ever heard about it before and I think I wonder... mask. I think mask also uh, meant something. It was like you know, mobile armed supercars or something. I don't know. Yeah, mask stood for something. Well, you may not have heard of it because there was a slightly more popular animated car show that came out around the same time that may have overtaken it. Little little one called Transformers. I don't know if you guys have heard of it, but it, apparently that was a little more popular than mask. So, would you guys be surprised if in a future episode of Baywatch they find out there's another submarine that they have to catch up to and they are able to fabricate a plastic or plexiglass lid to go over their boat <laughs> and turn it into a submarine so that they can catch the other submarine? No. Now, now, Elon. <laughs> Don't get any submersible ideas. No. Is it bad that I was legitimately worried that they were going to actually try to have a monster at some point? <laughs> this isn't Baywatch Nights yet. <laughs> I was like, no, there's no way. It's got to be. But they might. There's no way. <laughs> there's still a chance that they're going to go down. And there's no, they're not. Yeah. I know. I was concerned. That's what makes this show great. It's not like. If this was happening in Law and Order, you'd be like, "Nope, not going to happen." Yeah. Or, you know, as even like there's a, nothing off the table with these writers. <laughs> no, nope. it, all the guards are in play. So it, it it kind of reminded me of like a Scooby Doo episode, like, <laughs> "Oh, there's scary monsters. Oh, there's footprints." But it's just mean old Mister Bill with the with the <laughs> monster suit on, and he's been scaring tourists away because he wants to keep the caves to himself. And then, rather so, than all going back to the mystery machine, we're gonna head back to the Baywatch <laughs> offices. <laughs> no. Their big fancy new boat. Oh, I see. Yes. Okay. Why did the cat, the, the, uh, Scooby Doo team, why did they never learn that it's never a monster and it's always the person they meet first or second on their case? Cause they had a dog leading them. 
a dog and a guy who who's super high all the time. Yeah. <laughs> what's disturbing about uh, what's disturbing about Scooby Doo is does it really teach us teach our teach our kids that all monsters are just humans? <laughs> like, oh great! So there's no supernatural beings that are just evil. It's only evil humans that exist. Great. <laughs> that's a comforting. That's a comforting feeling. You know, I'd rather be there be werewolves. I'd rather there be werewolves than just evil human beings. Because then the show is okay. There's werewolves on the show, but there's no werewolves in real life, so I don't have to worry about it. But there are people in real life, and if all the all the bad guys on the show are people, then that just means in real life they're bad people. I don't want to teach my kids that. Slazes, <laughs> what happened to your lights? You're very dark in there. Oh, uh, my other computer screen went off, which was lighting, illuminating my face because there are four screens. I'll turn ah. them back on to reilluminate my face. How is that? There we go. Slazes mm. is rich with the four screens. I know our, our audience can't see it, but we're all on Zoom. Um, <laughs> my well, son asked me, I told him we were recording tonight, and he says, oh, who's coming over? I go, well, Slazzles lives in Idaho. He's like, yeah, but who else is, I mean, other people can come over. I go, and Donahue lives in Alabama. And he's like, or Georgia. And he goes, um, he goes, well, there's still LJ. So LJ, come on over anytime. Okay. I'll bring a big case of the COVID with me. <laughs> hey, we're in Riverside. We're not like you chumps in San Bernardino. We are now in zone red. So in two weeks, our schools are going to reopen. What's COVID? It's a hoax put on by the liberal media that apparently has only killed 10,000 people. Huh. <laughs> Ever since I moved, I haven't even heard of it, so I don't even know what it is. <laughs> I don't, all I know is I've been going out to eat and people bringing me my drinks and food. All I know is over the last two years, compared to this year, the United States is up 250,000 deaths by all causes. Compared to the last two years, same numbers, same, uh, same time frame. So. So we've had COVID for two years then. No, from August 2016 to August 2017, we lost, let's say, a million. From August 2018 to August 2019, let's say we lost a million. From August 2020 to August August 2019 to August 2020, which we are in, we lost 1.25 million people. I'm just making up those numbers. But whatever the numbers were for the past three years, over the past year, we are up 250,000. Oh, I thought you said past two years we were up. No, they went back three years to compare year-over-year uh, year numbers. Got and it. this year we are 250,000. Now, I'm not saying COVID killed 250,000 people because some people might think, oh, I've got a lump in my armpit, but I'm not going to the hospital because there's all those COVID people and they don't go for three months and their stage two cancer goes to stage four and they die, mm -hmm. you know, or, you know, something routine. They avoid medical care because I'm not going to the hospital with all those COVID people and then they die. So COVID inadvertently kills people just from straight not getting the medical treatment that they need. But we are up 250,000 deaths. Fun. So, I, definitely a hoax. Also, yeah. I don't like uh, the California color scheme because red to me seems like it should be bad. Yeah. Like, like I understand how, like, going to red is a, oh, yeah. is a positive and it's not like, oh, you're red, you're the worst one right now. No, we were in deep black before. 
now we've only gone to red. So then there's orange and yellow and chartreuse, and then eventually we'll be mauve, and everything will be dandy. <laughs> but you will forever be eating in plastic boxes. <laughs> I really don't think those will ever come down, unfortunately. You like how restaurants have put up all the plastic barriers? Oh. So your, kid, uh, your kids now can't reach over and tap on the table next to you, and you go, oh, seriously, leave them alone. I give it like three years. Really? I, I give it like three years. Yeah, because once they get the, once they do truly get a vaccine, which is coming out like next week, right? Uh, once we get a vaccine. Just like the uh, flu vaccine that we have yet to really get. Oh, actually, you know, it's funny, my, all my kids got flu vaccinated today. I know, but they never, doesn't the flu vaccine fail every year and they have to get a new one every year? Oh no, it'll, it's, it's an, only effective against like three quarters of the flu virus because there's a lot of variants. All the different viruses. strains. Yes, exactly. Or strands. So, they, basically, they just, like, guess on which strand they think is going to be the most effective. And yes, they can guess wrong, and it, it only prevents 20% of the flu versus, you know, something else. But if they get a true COVID, and I think they said right now, because the way the government works, they're paying, they're paying vi- uh, vaccine makers to pre-make the vaccine while it's in testing. So even if it doesn't, they don't know if it works or not. They're uh, so making, if it does work, then it's ready. If it ready. does work, they already will have banked a million. And if it doesn't work, they just trash what they built. That's right. So they're, so every time they come up with a new one, they make like a million or ten million. I don't know what they're banking, but you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's a lot. So that hopefully when it first comes out, and then they've got this whole, I just heard about this, some big agency that's going to determine who gets it first. Cause obviously you have to worry about, you know, first responders, or do you give it to the old, or do you give it to... White males. White males get it first. (laughs) I say just pump it in the water. As a black man, I am offended that you said that. (laughs) I say just pump it in the water and don't tell anybody. There we go. But then we'll all have autism. No, the the problem is... is Pump whatever you want in the water. It's that they're going to put the chip in us and track us. That's, well, I thought we've already got the chip. I thought COVID was the chip. I don't know how to follow these conspiracies. Well, I just like people's theory of that, yet they, they they post on social media right and left all day long. Like, that's not tracking. Like, their phone and every yeah. app they have isn't tracking them. Well, I like that somehow 5G and 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 um, what's his name? Bill Gates got involved in this COVID thing, and it's all somehow combined. But here's the thing. Think about this. Think about in a few years, okay, because 4G also had people up in arms that it was, you know, the mark of the devil. But think about in three to five years when 6G comes out. Let me do this so everyone can see it. Oh. Six and then G. But if you turn that G upside down, what is it? It's a six. And then if you have a Google phone, say like the Pixel 6 with a, with 6G, 666, baby, mark of the beast. Don't, don't, don't even tell me that people are not going to say that 6G from Google is the mark of the beast. Oh, it will be because it can't, it can't be iPhone because iPhone skipped a few numbers is now already on like 12 or something. Yeah. They went from like, oh, here's iPhone 8. Oh gosh. You know what? Let's just get straight to 10. Who wants a nine? (laughs) 
I think they were trying, I think I actually heard that because Samsung was going up to the nine that, um, they wanted to like not be associated with them and they wanted to like make it a 10. But now Samsung went, oh yeah? Well, that's great. We went S10. Now we went Note 20. <laughs> so take that iPhone 11. You're now nine generations behind us. <laughs> well, I, you haven't heard Apple's release of, uh, iPhone 1000. <laughs> Yeah, but the Samsung 10 million. <laughs> the Google Infinity. <laughs> the Kyocera Infinity Plus One. <laughs> the Google Infinity to the Infinity. <laughs> Hang on, let me go way back. Let me go way back to elementary school. The Google Googleplex. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, I think with that, we have uh, beaten this episode to death. Uh, I still want to talk a little bit, oh. why we have a little bit of time, about <laughs> okay. our new characters. Yes. Oh. So we uh, we already talked about Shawnee and how much we like him. Uh-huh. Okay. Her. Or her. Uh, let's see. Mitch, <laughs> Eddie, Shawnee, new Hobie. Okay. okay. don't like. So I didn't know this until watching this episode, but the uh-huh. main guy... Who is selling all of those Toxic Mutant Avenger shirts? Uh huh. Is a lifeguard. Okay. He's one of the new lifeguards for this season. He's a main character. Is he gonna be like, um, I already forgot his name, the guy from last season? Court? Who is kinda like, Court, yes. Is he gonna be new Court? Is he gonna be a Maverick? Yeah, probably. Rule Breaker? No, except he's probably gonna be more of the Jackass Prankster. Oh, okay. Wasn't that court? Yeah, sorta. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. We have the new, uh, get the new old man, Ben Edwards, who apparently I did not know until the ceremony, but walked with a crutch. Oh, I didn't even see the mm-hmm. crutch, so that's gonna be news when I see it. Who, who works the, the message boards, or whatever, mm-hmm. the sound, uh, and then we have the new, that new girl, the blonde girl, uh, Devin. Yeah, new 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 Jill. She she's already had more plotline than Jill did for a whole season. Well, she's she's an older lifeguard, more experienced. Yes. Excuse me, um, not to be ageist, a more experienced lifeguard, and she's a woman, so it reminds me of new Jill. Um, and then you know what I noticed? I always in last season when they had the 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 rolling intro, there was always this lifeguard with with the horseshoe hair like missing what a male pattern balding and he jumps into the ocean yes. and the wave hits his legs and he kinda we like he struggles to jump in. I never saw that lifeguard. Did I see him on this episode? Did you guys okay, see that guy? So that character he's gonna be yeah. okay he is a character. Um okay. so his name is gonna be Numi. He knew me. He is a he is a key he's a he has guest appearances in season one where we never really see him. Okay. He now will become a reoccurring character until season seven when he joins the main cast. Alright. Wow, he was in the rolling credits from season one somehow and he's it takes him seven seasons to become a true lifeguard. That's uh that's rough. And or like a main cast. And it sucks because I mean he already is balding in season one, which means by the time he joins the main cast, he's already gonna be like fifty five. He's gonna be an old lifeguard. He's gonna be pulling retirement from the LA County Fund. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, 
let's run to Baywatch. Where are they now? They'll all be on Geritol and, uh, you know, they'll, they'll all uh, be on Oxygen Max. Uh, actually, you want to know, Baywatch, where are they now? You talked about how much you like New Hobie. New Hobie was on Celebrity yeah. Rehab. <laughs> he was a celebrity? <laughs> well, I mean, after nine seasons of Baywatch. Well, I, I mean, the, all of those shows pull the most ridiculous, you know, when, when you have like these, uh, dancing with the stars, I'm using air quotes for our listeners, or celebrity rehab, it's always the loosest version of star or celebrity oh, they can get like. The, the, oh, yeah, I love, I love dancing with the stars where my mom used to watch it, and so I used to watch some, you know, parts of it with her, or like it would be on. And there was times where I was like, "Are the aren't the dancers now more famous than the people they're getting as celebrities? Because the dancers have been on a popular TV show for six years straight, and these celebrities, no right. one knows who they are." Exactly. So yeah, only the Dancing with the Stars hosts and a, a mixture of a few of the stars are even remarkable but yeah it doesn't surprise me that new hobie was on celebrity rehab and probably his biggest accomplishment was new hobie so yeah anyways well it's been a wonderful way to wrap this up with new hobie and celebrity rehab let's let's hope he kicks his addiction so yep you could do it dr right, drew <laughs> Talk about someone who's actually a celebrity is Dr. Drew, and who got his celebrityness from being on K Rock, which is now being dismantled from the inside. Yes. So, all right, guys, all right. we'll uh, talk to you next week. Later. Peace.